Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Tom Cheney, and this is Living Health Live. Joining me on the show as well as in life and in our practice, Living Health Integrative Medicine, is my wife, Dr. Stephanie Cheney. We are your trusted source for the latest information to help you get and stay healthy naturally. We're super excited to be joining you on this weekly journey of a lifetime, a lifetime of great health. You're, you're going to get some information and instructions on how to live better and healthier, free of chronic diseases like type 2 diabetes, neuropathy, autoimmunity, pain and arthritis, and so much more. We're super excited about today's episode. We have a, uh, a special guest today, and it's Mr. Holloway Coates. And today's episode, we're going to talk about how Mr. Coates reversed his type 2 diabetes. So welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's an honor to be here. Um, I never imagined in my 62 years of living that there would be uh, strategies to reverse diabetes, and I have found the answer. Why don't we start by just you just giving us a, a health history? Talk about, you know, take us back to when, um, you know, you first got diagnosed, and, and what was that like? Well, I'll, I'll take you back even further. My father was a diabetic. He passed at 50. Uh, my mother had diabetes to onset later on in life, uh, and my older sister and my niece. So we've gone through dialysis at an early age and uh, even minor amputations. And uh, the worst I've seen is um, 30% eyesight loss. Uh, so having seen all, seen all that, and I looked at myself and I said, I'm not going out like this. And constantly going to the doctor, trying to figure out why is my sugar still high? Why is my A1C 70? Why is my A1C 60? Why is my A1C never going to be normal? Uh, and I realized that it wasn't that uh, it was I inherited this. It was something that I wasn't doing. And uh, eventually I heard a radio uh, broadcast about we can help you to reverse diabetes. And that's when I fell in love with Dr. Steph and Tom Cheney. My lovely wife, uh, who was always there by my side, who works in the healthcare practice uh, business, and she started me on a diet. Well, her diet was good because it allowed me to eat fried uh, livers. But that didn't solve the problem. My A1C was still higher than what I expected. I was on a number of different pills, glipizide, uh, metformin, uh, 1,000 milligram twice a day, Invulcana, taking all sorts of herbal uh, and trying to drink plenty of water, trying to exercise. It just didn't work until I went to meet Dr. Steph and Tom Cheney at one of their seminars. Oh, by the way, the Invocana uh, gave me a fractured bone in my foot that nobody knew where it came from. My ophthalmologist and my uh, pediatrician and all of them wanted to know, what's going on with this guy? Well, come to find out that uh, it was the drugs. The drugs were actually making me worse. Now. I learned also, too, that uh, with taking the metformin, um, that was the end of the road before you actually go into insulin. That was not something that I wanted to do because I'd seen my parents go through the insulin struggle 
my sister, and my niece. So you saw the complications uh, from family members. Um, you know, this is what a lot of our listeners are dealing with. They, they're seeing these complications um, maybe in themselves, in family members, um, the heart attack, stroke, um, amputations you mentioned, vision loss. Um, I don't, you know, a lot of our, um, what we're seeing in research is they're calling Alzheimer's and dementia type 3 diabetes. So they're seeing these complications and you saw the writing on the wall. You yes. saw where you were going and you knew that insulin was, was down the road. Did you also feel that because you had all of these other people in your family that this was a family history thing? So it was like hereditary. So there wasn't much you could do because it was in the family. Is that how it felt for you? It's amazing you say, ask me that because that's typically what all of my uh, medical practitioners ask me. Are you diabetic? I said, yes. Does it run in the family? Yes, so I'm convinced that because my parents and my older sister had diabetes, I'm supposed to have it. And so I, I was just willing to, to live with it because I just thought that there was no other choice for me but to pop these pills every day and they'll wake up in the morning thinking that one day it's just going to go away. And it never happened. I, I will say this, though. Knowing that this was a so-called family disease or gene that I picked up. And I looked around at my other family members. They don't have it. <laughs> so I said, you know, something's wrong with this, this picture. Uh, my doctor, he even mentioned that it could be a possibility that, you know, your father died at an early age, that you may suffer from the same thing. Well, my father had a lot of other ailments that I didn't have. So you, you really started thinking about, you know, there's got to be something different, mm -hmm. you know. And um, I found out. And now I am off drugs, don't take them any longer, hadn't been on uh, metformin since October of last year is when my primary care physician told me, you're good. My A1C was 4.5. Wow. That's amazing. Now let's, before we jump ahead, I want to go mm -hmm. back to, as a diabetic, okay, because um, I hear this with a lot of patients that come in, um, they share with me like what they're thinking and feeling, and you know, one of the things I talk about with them is you know what's their worst day as a di diabetic? What was that like, and, and what maybe you can share that with me? Oh my God! Well, in the morning I'm a early riser, so. I get up in the morning and I would have my coffee with cream and um, thinking that that was going to give me a jump start, make me feel good. There was no good feeling internally. Internally, I would feel just wasted. Like there was just no thought process. I couldn't connect the dots. I didn't know what I wanted to do during the day. I had no foreplanning. And then my wife would say good morning to me and I growl at her. And she said, oh, my God, another one of those days. So it was just a miserable feeling. So I, And I didn't drink whiskey. I, I don't do any of those comfort things to kind of make you happy. So I said, oh, my God, I am just an old grouch. And it was just an awful I never realized what I was missing. I was missing out on the love and the fun 
and the, the carefree living, the being athletic and just doing things that I never even dreamed of. I used to be afraid of flying. And you know why? I believe it was just the diabetes setting in on me telling me, you can't do this. It was so many things that I just deprived myself. My wife tried to get me to hit tennis balls. I don't want to hit tennis balls. All I wanted to do was just sit and look at television. And, and thank God for my little dog who likes to walk. So eventually I started doing things different. But it was just this cloud over me. It, it was like, you know, I'm sick and I can't get well. That's an awful feeling. And to be under 60 mm. yeah. and you thinking that you're going to die and you, you won't even get a chance to experience to see your child graduate. By the way, my son just graduated this year. Yay. But I was awful with him. I mean, just my whole family structure was just going to end, and I couldn't see life in them because I only saw in them what was going on inside of me. Mm-hmm. And I was dying. I mean, literally dying. But, you know, I still eat the fried chicken wings and the potato salad and the big piece of, uh, what the cake we used to like, the, uh, the coconut cake. and I mean, I would still do it, <laughs> thinking that the meds, we're going to kind of balance things out. Overweight, I lost 30 pounds on this program. 30 pounds. I mean, just like that. And it stayed off because I became disciplined. I became determined. And I said, I'm going to drive this illness out of me. And I want to share with everybody around. Let them know that there's still hope. You can make this happen in your life. But you've got to have the fortitude. you got to be focused. And the first thing is Dr. Tom told me, you got to clean out the cupboard or your pantry, by the way. <laughs> Get rid of the rice. Get rid of the Mac stuff. Get rid of all the powdered stuff that just has so many carbs. Get rid of it. And, and start living a healthy life and, and living free. So... Um so let me go back because you mentioned the medications. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure we um, we go through and talk about the medications you were on before you came to see us. Mm-hmm. You were on metformin. Metformin. And you were taking 2,000 milligrams. Yes. And so you were maxed out on metformin. Yes. And then you were also on, what was the second Invocana. one? Invocana. Invocana. Mm-hmm. Okay. Were you on glipizide as well? No, I had gotten rid of that because it was dropping my blood sugar down to 20. Okay. It was ranging from 20 to 220. I didn't know what, what day of the week it was okay. going to be. So they took you off glipizide, put you on Invokana? Um, actually, I explored that myself. I saw the ads on television. Mm. So I went to my primary care physician. I said, <laughs> hey, doc, you know, I'm taking eating this metformin like it's candy. And it, by the way, it only costs $10. And he said, well, what do you want? I said, will you approve me getting some of this Invokana? And he said, sure. So my pharmacist, who's very nice, she said, hey, you don't have to pay for it. Fill out one of these cards, and, you know, they'll give it to you for free. <laughs> so I was getting free in Vulcana. And you were educated by the TV. Yes. No one told me anything. And then the pharmacist, she took the time out with me. Bless her heart. She said, well, let me explain something to you about these drugs. You're already taking these drugs. You're taking, oh, by the way, Divan for your blood pressure. Plus, you're taking Zidia for cholesterol. Now you want to put yourself on this? She said, I, I would highly advise you to be careful and have your doctor to constantly monitor you. So I thought I was doing good. 
because my sugar was never down in the 80s where I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. But, you know, 110, 120, I said, hmm, it's better than 200. Yeah. So I'm willing to live and die with this <laughs> stuff in me, and it wasn't doing any good. The only thing Amber Connor did that was true, I did go to the bathroom a lot because it's supposed to bypass. Uh, well, it forces you to urinate out the yes. excess sugar. So, so you, can, you can eat that, the sugar because you're just going to dump it through your urine. Yeah, and, and hear me reading, thinking that, oh, my God, the medicine is doing what it's supposed to do. Yeah. Which is why you ended up with a foot fracture, because you're also urinating out all the minerals and other vitamins and byproducts. It's amazing you say that, because one of the tests I took uh, in your practice uh, that I went through, I had vitamin D deficiency. Yeah. And I didn't know where that came from. Well, the medicine was floating all this, and my bones were becoming weak. And I do a lot of walking. So I started putting this puzzle together. I said, oh, my God, something is going on inside so you saw that um, you know you were on the medications. You were taking blood sugar medications, two of them. You were mm-hmm. taking blood pressure medication. Mm-hmm. You were on cholesterol lowering medication, mm-hmm. and your your A one C was still high. Yes. What was the highest you saw it? Um, around the one thirties, one forties. Sometimes it depends on what I ate the night before. It could get up to around 180, 200. Do you remember the A1C, the percentage? The um, highest you've seen it? The highest I've seen it has been 7.0. Okay. So that was on all of those medications, yes. though? Got yes. It. Okay. Yes. And so basically you got to the point where, okay, you saw that you weren't getting the results that you were looking for. You were not happy with where you were going. Like you said earlier, you saw the, the path that you were going down. And so... That's when you started looking for something else and looking at, okay, what are my options? What are the other options out there? Right. Okay. So you're listening to Living Health Live. I'm Dr. Tom Cheney, along with Dr. Steph Cheney, and we're talking to Mr. Holloway Coates about how he reversed his type 2 diabetes. You know, you came to a seminar. I guess you heard something. You heard a, 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 something on the radio, and you came to a seminar. So tell me about that. Well, I... Heard you all on the radio, and I was in the boot, by the way. I still had the bone fracture, and I decided that I didn't want you all to see that because you probably wouldn't let me come to the seminar because I was injured. So I walked to the conference room, and uh, we sat, and I heard the different approaches that uh, is prescribed for curing or treating diabetes. And um, what I found out was that the plan that I was on didn't lead to anywhere. It didn't lead to me living a healthier life. And I was at the end of the road. I was, I was at the point where pills just could not do it. And the next step for me to lower my A1C and my blood sugar was insulin. And that was a no-no because I'd seen my mother, my sister, my father, and my niece all go through this insulin phase with dialysis and the whole nine years. I said no I'm not going out like that. So I came and signed up. Obviously, you know, these doctors here would not let me do it alone since I'm married. They said, you have to bring your wife. I said, oh, my God, she didn't even know I'm down here because I didn't tell her. (laughs) So she took off work, and we came down, and we sat. And I was just so impressed with the interview that I had with Dr. Cheney. He made it very clear, are you serious? because this is a very important decision to make. Are you determined? Do you have any discipline in your life? Because there's gonna be 
a total change in the way you eat and the way you live, and you'll see improvements spontaneously. If you follow the plan, you must follow the plan. So I sat there and I said, yes, I'm ready. And um, he went away and he came back. I said, oh, my God, he's not going to prove me. Because you have to give them, you know, your background. And he said, okay, you're a candidate. And from there, I started with just getting blood work done, saliva tests done, uh, checking my weight periodically, uh, asking me questions about how I feel, filling out forms, describing my energy level, how often I go to the restroom. I said, oh, my God, they know everything about me except for what my birthmark is. <laughs> but we went through this battery of exercise, and then I started seeing the benefits. I went through and got a host of different types of um, their uh, prescribed the treatment plan, uh, medicines that they gave me, which were all natural. This, this yeah, they were supplements. Supplements, yeah. yes. These were not, I didn't have to go to the pharmacy and get a prescription. Now, you worked, I have to give a shout out to uh, one of our functional nutritionists in the office. Oh, so yes. You, you got assigned to Jessica. Yes. Right? And how was that working with Jessica? Because oh. she basically was the one that carried you through and helped you accomplish your goals. Jess was the bomb and still is. <laughs> she knew how to bring out what you would try to hide from talking to a medical practitioner. <laughs> you know, what did you eat? I would tell her what I ate. Well, you sure? You, is that all you ate? One serving? Yes, Jess. Only had one serving. <laughs> You got to be careful because she would describe, you know, what the food's in it, where the hidden sugars are, and be careful with the carbs that you eat, and make certain that when you do this, you got to drink half enough water, which is half your weight. So I had to drink 100 ounces of water. So I said, oh, my God, don't for me to reduce the water. I got to lose weight so I can drink less water. <laughs> but we went through that with her and, and just her dedication to wanting to see me improve. She wanted to see me in a much better state than I was in. So we went through all of the saliva tests and uh, getting the blood work done and, and uh, having the conversations on the foods I was eating and making certain that I was getting the right type of nutrition in me. Right. She would tell me where I could go buy certain foods, and she took away my caffeine, but she gave me green tea. <laughs> so we went back and forth on the things I like, and then she would make a substitute. So she created uh, your own personalized food list based on the testing that we did. Yes. Right? Yes. And your, she created a very individualized supplement protocol for you. So everything you were taking was natural, but it was very specific to what your testing said you needed to function well. Exactly right. Yeah. I, and I said, this must be magic <laughs> because I love almonds. And then she said, you may want to be careful on the almonds. I said, Wait, why? Everybody says almonds are good for you. She said, they're good for you, but don't eat too many. And I found out that almonds give me some kind of digestive problem. Mm -hmm. And I found that out because I went to the, my primary care physician, and he said, she's right, leave the almonds alone. And then she went through and told me some things what I should be doing. Well, we went to Las Vegas for my birthday. And everybody knows what's in Las Vegas. <laughs> Food, Buffet. gambling, and drinking. Those are three things that I don't do. Well... We went to this all-you-can-eat place. And I forget the name of it. But they had an array of everything, and my wife included. They were all eating these fried chicken baskets and the potatoes. But they were good. They showed me my section. And the lines weren't long in my section, by the way, <laughs> where I could eat all the salmon and the greens and so forth. But 
what that told me there was that I was disciplined and I was determined. And I got in trouble in the airport because I had a liquid <laughs> drink that I made. And they found it in my bag and they took it from me. So I missed one of my supplements there. But it worked out well. I, I would text Jess and, and talk to her on occasion. Can I eat this? You know, um, if I do eat it, then what's going to be the outcome? And, and she was right on, on point to let me know that, Mr. Coates, you're on a program. You're on a plan. You're doing great. Stay disciplined. Stay focused. Drink plenty of water. So when we first met, um, like you said, we talked about what your goals were. We talked about what your expectations were. We discussed, um, you know, how motivated you were and how disciplined you were ready to be. And it does take work. Like you said, it takes that commitment. It takes that dedication to reach the goals. But I think um, listeners can can tell that it's well worth it. Yes. Um, because the alternative is not where you want it to go. So, um, so you got a customized plan. You worked with Jess, mm -hmm. and like we said earlier, your A one C was seven on mm -hmm. the medications. Mm -hmm. So let's let's talk about where you're at today. So how how long were you? Share with us how long were you uh, a patient, mm -hmm. and what what the results were. I started uh, with you all. March of 2016, and um, I ended in August, and my A1C was uh, 4.5. Wow. And that was on how many medications at that point? Three medications. So so you were still on three medications at 4.5? Uh, no. Okay. Because I went to the doctor, and uh, let me back up a little bit. Okay. When he started seeing my... My A1C going down, I kept telling them, Doc, I don't need this. Because I took my paperwork with me. Your I took everything. Lot. I said, Doc, this is this is not working. He said, ah, well, you know, I'll just take one pill. So eventually, you know, before I got my last blood work done, I wasn't taking anything. Because my numbers were just too low. I mean, my blood sugar fasting was 75, 70, 80, never over 95. And uh, so there was no need to take the medicine. Um the last visit I had with him in October is when he suspended all the medicine, including the cholesterol medicine. Great. He wanted me to stay on the, the blood pressure medicine. I don't know why, but when you have blood sugar level issues, they put you on cholesterol medicine and blood pressure medicine. The three amigos don't work for me. Uh, <laughs> and then I went to see him in um, February, Valentine's Day, and my A1C was 5.4. Now, granted, I have been cheating just a little bit. I think I've had maybe, what, two slices of pizza between October of last year and February of this year. That's so pretty good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't eat potato chips. I don't eat. You're on the plan. I'm on and this you can, plan. And you can live on the plan. For life. Yeah. Because it does work. I'll do a little, I'll do a quick recap for the listeners just so that, you know, if you're tuning in, uh, what the ranges are for hemoglobin A1C so you can appreciate what Mr. Coates has done. So um, below 5.7% hemoglobin A1C is considered non-diabetic. Mm -hmm. So even six plus months out of the program and off medications, Mr. Coates is 5.5, 5.4. He's still in a non-diabetic range. Um, so you're diabetes free. Once you're over 5.7%, between 5.7% and 6.4%, you're considered quote unquote pre-diabetic, like a little bit pregnant. That's what we say. <laughs> and then um, after you get above 6.4%, you're considered a full, 
full-blown diabetic at that point. So you've been successfully able to maintain your diabetes-free status for months now out of the program. Yes. So Jess set you up on a program for life. And now she has me back in the gym. She told me I need to get some muscle mass. <laughs> because when I lost the weight, I lost a lot of muscle And you realize mass. how much muscle you don't have when you lose all the fat. Yes, you do. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought that I was just drying up. I mean, I, Jackie, my wife, even said, oh, we need to do something about you. You don't have any rear end anymore. But remember, that's what diabetes does. You get insulin resistant in your muscle, but not your fat. So when your body has to get rid of excess sugar and it can't get it into muscle, you will put it into fat. So you lose muscle and you get fat. Mm -hmm. And so people may be gaining weight and feeling like they're, you know, a pretty good size, but it's mostly fat. And they don't realize how little muscle they have until they start to shed the weight. And then all of a sudden they realize, wow, I don't really have a lot of muscle. And the way to gain weight at that point is to go build the muscle. We don't want you fattening up again on sugar. Right. <laughs> Well, I, I must admit, I have built up the muscle. My suit sizes have changed. I can now wear the skinny suits. You know, I used to have to get the, the regular or the classic cut. I actually got one on there. It's a slim fit cut, which makes me feel good that I don't have to wear the big bulky suits. And uh, my shirt collar size has, has, I've lost one inch. I used to be a 17 and a half. It's a 16 and a half, and I still have room to breathe. Uh, my vision, I just got my eyes checked on uh, the day before yesterday. My vision is still the same. It hasn't gotten worse. Uh, I've seen my foot doctor, and he tells me I'm doing great. Uh, I mean, so all of these people who I'm medical guys I'm partnering with, I'm letting them know this story so that they can tell their other patients. They can tell them that there is something out there that works. There's, you don't have to suffer with this. And I, I'm even telling, uh, I work in my, my sister's office as an office manager, and I tell her staff, you know, you don't have to eat like this for lunch. You know, you're eating all of this heavy carbs, and then at 1 o'clock when lunch is over, they're asleep. And I'm the only one that has energy because I eat the, the salads. So, um, so just to talk about real quick your mindset before, when you were a diabetic, you shared that with us. Now, what is it like? Oh my God, <laughs> I'm I'm busy all day. I, I I just I don't stay still. I'm always doing something. I have a part time job at home. I'm Uber. Oh. Oh yeah, Uber <laughs> to work. Uber to pick my son up. I take my mother in law uh, to her physical therapy. <laughs> I go visit. Uh, I do missionary work once a week. Uh, I mean, I, I just. I'm always going and, and doing something. Now your life has purpose. Yes, and I'm getting my steps in. I, I try to get at least about, you know, between six to 10,000 steps a day. Uh, I go to the gym every day, and I get my therapy in. I mean, I, it's, I got a trainer now who's going to help me look a little better when I go to the beach in, in August. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so my life has changed. Yeah. I, I want to live. So I want to let everyone know that um, if you want to come to a seminar, we do have a couple coming up, the Type 2 Diabetes Solutions Seminar. You can call the office at 888-514-4771 or visit diabetesreversalseminar.com. You've been listening to Living Health Live with me, Dr. Tom Cheney and Dr. Stephanie Cheney of Living Health Integrative Medicine. We'll see you next week.
You've been listening to Living Health Live with Drs. Tom and Stephanie Cheney of Living Health Integrative Medicine in Annapolis. Tune in on Thursdays at 12.30 p.m. on 1450 and 95.9 WOL. And worldwide on WOLDCnews.com for your chance to learn how you can take charge of your health, free of diabetes, ED, fatigue, and pain. The information on this show is intended as educational information only. The information given here is designed to help you make informed decisions about your health and is not intended as a substitute for any medical treatment.